0: Welcome to the First Do Bowhunter Podcast, brought to you by Tool City Outdoors. Hey everybody, it's Evan with the First Do Bowhunter Podcast, coming to you with our Kentucky wrap-up. Uh, it has been six days of hunting, grinding, and sweating. Uh, been out here doing our preseason scouting. This trip primarily brought to you by Full Draw Coffee Company. Live life at Full Draw, man. They're out there doing it as well. They've got some guys heading out west. Whether you're going to Kentucky, heading out west, uh, they got this perfect uh, new trail packs. These single serve, works with a jet boil. So definitely check them out. Boys, what's going on? We are here with our Kentucky Quartet, I think that's what I'm going to go with, it sounds nice. That's catchy. Yeah, it's nice. Fans it thing. sounds like some sort of bluegrass band, it kind of, it's a Kentucky Quartet.
1: <laughs> we've acquired <laughs> a partial accent. We sound like that's Tyler just because you're buzzed a little normally. bit. I, that we've, could be. We've ran into
0: yeah. one person that talks from Kentucky. Yeah, she worked
1: and she cleaned the restrooms at the campground.
0: Yeah, but apparently
1: guys, you picked two. up an accent. Two guys, two. One guy two. At, the camp gra- at the hunting spot <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, Good Well, so we're here
0: with uh, Tyler Cochran, Andrew Youngs, Evan Kardosh, myself. And, uh, Jim Aldridge.
1: Big Shoots. Big, shooter. <laughs> Big Shoots. He's got
0: more nicknames than Big Shoots, Big Unit, Wheezy.
2: <laughs> I'm Wheezy. Dude the lung. Stad.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, John it, it has been a, uh, Doubt it. it's been a grind, and I think we learned a lot of lessons from what we were doing. And so I think that's kind of what I want to hit on today, is what each of us learned, took from it, um... Kind of what our experience was. First off, i got to say, I had a blast, man. I mean, yeah. even for not seeing a... Bu- I didn't see a bunch of deer, but we're sitting around a campfire tonight. We've cooked venison burgers. We've got that bush lattes. Ainsworth Animal
1: Art was so graciously...
0: Yeah, shout out to that guy, by the yeah. way. Ainsworth Animal Art hooked us up pres- helping preserve our velvet and getting it back to PA. What, what
1: was that city? State? Well,
0: Indep- State I was uh, in- Independence, Independence, Kentucky. Independence, Kentucky. Uh, incredible work from ainsworth animal Art. yep kurt ainsworth i don't know if you're ever going to listen to this kurt but i mean gave us some free stuff gave us a place to put our deer doing stuff hunters for the hungry any of you guys in kentucky check them out incredible work he's got a great workshop sweet taxidermist deer processor kind of a one-stop shop And a
2: 24 hour cooler yeah that's a big thing that was game that was i mean because we brought
0: and like we overpacked coolers not knowing what we needed. Yeah. It would have been easier, you know, because we brought that thinking we'd have to quarter a deer and put it in. right two less coolers. Well, mm. we also probably could have fit four deer in that Yeti and we got one, so I mean, <laughs> that we donated the meat to. So we kind of yeah. overpacked a lot of that. That's all right. But well, now we know. Either way, I had a good time. We were drinking bush light tonight. We're relaxing, going to take off in the morning. Tyler's making repeat trips for banana bread and butter <laughs> you are.
1: <laughs> you gotta make our grilled cheese this is not me but
0: <laughs> this is You're what the child. trip's been it's been a lot of laughs yeah. it's been fun it um, I think just kind of go through we'll see everything we're doing and uh, check what's happening that way so who wants to start let's start I'll, with Jim yeah, yeah. I'll just,
2: yeah I'll just say I probably the biggest mistake we made was you know you get you get to where you want to hunt and all you want to do is hunt. Yeah. I mean, you're so excited to get to, you know, spend a, a year since you've been able to draw back on something and you just want to let something loose. And uh, so we, you know, we did we did some scouting. We did a lot of e-scouting, but we yeah. did some scouting and uh, but we just didn't do enough. And you know, we wanted to come a couple of days before but couldn't make it happen. So we got here the day of the, the opening season and we talked about it. I mean, we didn't want to screw anybody else's hunt up. So we didn't really want to walk around a lot, but we probably could have done it midday, midday. Yeah. It would have been 90 yeah. degrees, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it, but it, it's still doable. It was know? a, it was a cool 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a hot and miserable. 90. So that's my biggest takeaway is, you know, probably should have done a little more scouting midday, uh, just so we don't screw other people up and we increase our, um, increase our cat abilities to to, to take one, you know?
0: I I think you're right that that would have been big. It would have been I think so much more beneficial to us if we could have got in there and walked through the spot on like you said, a Friday. Because as we got in there today I think all of us were in love with the spots we had today. And now we're at the end of things. Yeah. You know, we're just finding things a little too late because we we wanted to hunt, and I don't know if that's a bad thing. I mean, that's <laughs> we like hunting. We scurried
1: that first night, and we were not prepared.
0: No, but I can speak after, for myself. I was not that, prepared to do that you know, at all. We, we kind of kept things. We wanted to just get to the woods, and yeah. I think that's just us. We wanted to hunt. I was excited to hunt. You know, the scouting part's nice, but I feel like I've been scouting all summer at home. You know, I haven't been able to hunt yet, so. Is there anything else that you took away from Kentucky that you thought was different, things you learned, things you'd do next time, or anything, new? Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, just uh, acclimating to the heat. Um, <coughs> you can't drink enough water. And yeah. you walk,
1: and you're pretty active now, so it yeah. probably, probably wasn't a big challenge for you, but no, the hills are
2: It wasn't, really but... It, yeah. it. I mean, it's still... The, the heat yeah. just wears you down. Yeah. You know? And, you know, people are saying... Well, Why'd you come out so early? Well, of course, you know. Yeah. You wanted to get the the velvet. Yeah. It's on everybody's bucket list, you know, so.
0: And that was the same. That was our whole, that was my whole intention. Yeah, that's why I said, I I would have taken that four point all day long because of that. You know, I I wanted a velvet deer. That's nothing that I'm going to get a shot at. So, I think there is, I don't know if there's any way to acclimate to the heat because it did feel hotter. I mean, talk about it. I I was grinding it out during turkey season, and I didn't feel as wore out as I did with this.
1: You're not I, packing you know,
0: in the extra weight. And though. that could be it. Your turkey vest
1: is just calls.
0: I would like to weigh my setup. I'm probably close to 40 pounds by the time I do oh, film equipment, absolutely. extra clothes, and that. Yeah, I mean, I'm heavy. At my, least 40. My pack... I'm trying to think. My pack's got to probably be 15 to 20 pounds with everything by the time I do camera arms and bow arms and all that, and then... 20 pounds on the stand so it definitely sh- has shown me as someone that's starting to collect you know preference points and for elk hunts and all of this <laughs> I'm gonna buy a frame pack and yeah. Yeah, like definitely. next summer it's yeah. gonna be walking up and down hills you know and just put 45 pounds on a frame pack and walk walk a first trail even just flat and that's what I did
1: you up to the house and we can walk I'm not I'm not kidding I walked Hillcrest yeah walk down and then walk one further street down, run up, and just. Two I, or three I think lows. even just walking, with yeah. a frame pack of weight,
0: you know, because
1: it you know, is it working those muscles you don't realize that you use working it, walking it uh, even a slight grade. Yeah. Those fields, even a flat, those food plot fields, were at a grade in relatively soft dirt. So and stuff was thick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean it. It was it was thick, so it was hard to get through a lot of it. And I think that's what intimidated so much of us is as we were standing out, we couldn't see into anything. And so we're like, oh, this must be bedding. And PA, we see thick stuff and yeah. that's bedding. Well, that's their soft edge. <laughs> you, you,
1: push, you push in 15 yeah. feet and these little tunnels and they, yeah. and they sneak right right down through
2: silently. Oh, yeah. And another thing we learned was there's no leaves on the ground. No. Oh, no. Everything in Kentucky runs to runoffs or yeah. creek uh, real deep creek beds it was strange So all the leaves run off so these deer when they're coming in they don't make a sound yeah i mean it's silent. Just, yeah, yeah it's little I mean, ninjas even
0: now it's still green in pa now and if you went out there and were set up you would hear deer coming in you know i would hear it walking mm-hmm. in and you'd hear that just those small little crunches or the little scurry through you know, and you can even hear squirrels going around. The only time I heard of squirrels, the ones down here, they're so big, they're breaking branches. And there's no chipmunks yeah. here. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. No Not chipmunks. a single chipmunk. The mm-hmm. only thing on the ground was sticks and nuts. Beech nuts. Yeah. Beech nuts and I think I saw a couple of walnuts. Yeah. You know, but... Um, Couldn't find any white oaks. No. I'm sure everyone in northern Kentucky looking in the northern hemisphere right is looking for white oak flats yep. this time of year. Yep. But... I mean, overall, did you enjoy yourself, Jim?
2: Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Is,
0: and this, so this isn't like your first out of state.
2: No, I've, I've been to Ohio before um, in the Cincinnati area. And um, it's, it's a lot different there because you have mostly crop fields, yeah. you know. And then you have little swaths of, of uh, hardwoods that they, they travel on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's a lot different there than it is here. Even compare them, compare
1: the two, yeah. So, we're what a little bit south of Cincinnati, an hour. We're an hour south, an hour. yeah. And yeah. it's that much different,
0: it's yeah.
2: that much different, Dang. yeah.
1: I mean,
0: we didn't run into crop fields, we saw one the bean only crop field.
1: That was that horse, that little farm, I had a bean on field. the main road coming up to the campground, yeah, right off the main road, yeah. The beans, they were as tall as me, yeah, which isn't that tall, but <laughs> still, about five, five
2: four, yeah. And I guess I'll be that guy um you know every time we went into a spot and we found a good spot there was a ladder stand there or, right. a, or, or a permanent not a permanent tree stand but a more it wasn't a
0: they a, came in and hung it before like hang the season. On, yeah it wasn't a, it. Yeah.
2: yeah they came in and hung it before the season and you talk to some of the locals and they say that it, it's to, it's to deter the people from the mm-hmm. out-of-towners from going in to a good spot so what, he, so what do you do do you <laughs> yeah. do you hunt next to the guy who just hung that or or do you and avoid the good spots or do you hang a, you hang a, a set and, and hunt there and I guess um, honestly
0: that's a good debate to yeah have. I mean yeah. It,
2: it is it, it, it was difficult I, I myself I moved away I did, I didn't hunt next to a, a, a stand that was in there that's commendable um, I
1: mean morally and ethically yeah I mean it was you're tough not doing anything wrong. Because there were some, some feathers.
2: great spots i found and i just couldn't on them because guys were hanging stands
3: by the time so. i found tree stand it was too late we were already up in there it was after daylight and i'd already lost about half my water weight for the day and sweat and yeah. i wasn't coming down
2: well and kudos to them man i mean they probably put in the effort too and they found yeah. those good spots and they want to you know they want to they put the effort in and they want to protect them so
1: I'm on the fence about that too. I mean, like I said, morally and ethically, there's nothing saying that you can't yeah. do that. But I would know. I mean, if, if if I was the guy that put the effort in and was upset, and then like in the, in the, this morning we stumbled upon that guy's mock crate yeah. and his camera and his stand, <laughs> well after daylight, we didn't know. No, we hung that set last night after we, bro- we broke down at 7:30. From our set, walked into where walked we in scouted, 100, 120 yards, pushed closer to bedding, a bedding ridge between food, water, and bed, great travel corridor. Mm-hmm. Hung everything <coughs> dark without lights. Yeah. Access in and out was great. Not till 8:30 this morning. I looked up and like, well, there is his camera, and there's a mock scrape. I may have done. Freshly and while function in. <laughs> yeah. and he looked over my shoulder and said, "Oh, there's his stand." Yeah, and we, did, I mean, and you know, maybe in your mind, like, well, this guy has a set here. He's hunting here because there's deer here. Yeah. So if we're pushing in on people's sets, it's like, and that's a hard. Maybe like maybe today, they're just they're just fake. They're decoys. I
0: don't know. Well, and I mean, today we set up in a good spot because of what we looked at and we liked what we had. When sun came up, we saw someone else like that, too. I mean, it was clear there was buck-bomb stuff out and all sorts of fresh garbage, you could tell from last season. and You know, someone has been in this spot a lot, but it's a good spot. There was multiple trails coming in for every wind, and, you know, and his was set up for that prevailing west wind. We had a little bit of an east wind today, and we're set up on the other side. We didn't see any of that at night. Nope. And so that's public land. I mean, I guess that's what happens. Now, like the third day when we came in in the afternoon – there was a sweet spot I saw that you could look down to the creek and saw the one field I was on. There was like a two-man ladder stand up there. I kept walking. I'm like, I would love to go right there, but I moved yep. on. And I didn't see anyone in those permanent stands at any of the time I was in there. You know, I... But you don't want to... But I didn't want to set my stand up there either way. You know, I was mm.
1: trying not to, so... Was that person in the stand? No. And, and that's I got mixed emotion on that I mean, it, it, it is a set, stop. set it they come in you're there first move on and
0: that's part of me that this is public land just because you put your spot there and I don't put a permanent stand because I mobile hunt you're still in a good spot you're not, so you're not better than me that doesn't, doesn't Yeah. and maybe it is a bad thought process of it maybe I am too greedy that's what I look is you don't have rights to that spot I got here I did it and I guess it would come back like what if what if we see someone in that stand and they, they get up in there in the morning? What if a dude walked in and got in that stand this morning?
1: Yeah, I guess you're... Well, yeah. Someone's getting down. It's probably going to be you. But Because he can't get his stuff down. But.
0: And how does that make you it You might fair?
1: as well just move on. You're right. You know, yeah. just
0: because he comes... So if next year we decide to come back here and I go up and put a permanent stand up at, you know, whatever time... I don't know. It's just one of those that... I think that it's. Uh, I don't know. It, it'd be a tough one. I don't know what I'd do. But getting off a little bit on ethics questions for later. We're gonna have to write all these now. We've had. Sure, man, we could make a list. whole Yeah, a list of situations. ethics things. Yeah, which a lot of it we've learned. I, I don't normally have to deal with that being on private. I just yeah. if my brother's going out I mean, that you day. You
1: said this is your first. It. This is my first
0: ever public land hunt stepped ever.
3: Foot on like a public land well, ever. Yeah. So I mean. Correct. Aside from what, I mean, like I told you before, I have part of some public land that butts up to the private that I own, but it's not like anybody, it's not like here, or like State Game Lands in PA, where people are going and parking in a parking area, I mean like for somebody to get back there, you're working for it to begin with, so Mm -hmm. I don't really consider it to be... Even though it technically is. Yeah. No, I don't have any problems. I don't run into people. Yeah, you
1: never, never you know, cross past anybody.
3: No. Because no matter what way you cut it to come in, you're walking a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: what did you think that you could have done differently? Well, first, I want to hear what you guys, your takeaways from it. What did you learn? What's your thoughts? Give me your little rundown. What
1: kind of Everybody, like a gym? Did. Dude, this is like your first time your first within your first you just started bow hunting last year, last right? year yeah So this uh, is your first ever like hang on this public land traveling like this is
0: yeah, everything so, is new
3: so last year i bow hunted i didn't i could have shot a doe a dozen times over but decided not to uh so still trying to get the first blood on the arrow with a bow um bought my stand set up, used it twice out of Joey's house and said, Alright boys, let's go. Let's yeah. go to Kentucky. Let's go yeah. to Kentucky. Uh my third time ever using it was at four o'clock in the evening with Andy. Saturday we're,
1: night, man. We Saturday sent it night, yeah. we're
3: getting in a tree, here we go. And it was a sweet sandwich. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Yeah. I,
1: I didn't want to be like a jerk and I, I guess I I'm used to hunting people that are I don't want to say at a more advanced level, yeah. But maybe I am. Yeah. Because you mm-hmm. sometimes I forget your experience level because you've done so well and you got on deer and, you, and you've got so much knowledge. We all have knowledge to spread to each other. Yeah. So like you picked that field and you hung back across the field and I picked the trees. Yeah. Like for the wind and like we all like bounce ideas off each other. And you know. And then when you got up and I'm I'm up, bow's up, spirit in and you're on your second stick. Mm-hmm. Like bro, get up come on. He's like, shut
3: the heck up. This is the third I'm time kidding. I've ever I'm used doing, this. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Sorry. shut up,
1: Andrew. And I just, I just shut up and just watched the field for him. Just, like, I, I shouldn't have been
0: so
3: I think I pressured. ended up telling you, shut up. If a deer comes out, just shoot it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: like,
0: so what did you,
3: I've actually never hunted over any type of green food source.
0: I was wondering, that's why you were drawn to it because you've had a lot of the big woods.
3: Every You big... never get yeah, you're right everything i've place. ever seen people saying early season water green food mm-hmm. water green food because if you can't find water green food because that's where they're getting a lot of their moisture from they're going to gravitate towards that good after point. they're eating good, nuts point. And yeah. stuff. good point that's where they're going to get some like man we're going to sit here andrew and i had some success and you know you guys are kind of busting chops because you're trying different areas and stuff but I'm like I'm going into the same spot hanging in the same tree for three nights in a row in a completely foreign area and I'm seeing deer every yeah. night yeah. Yeah. I'm not changing it yeah. and you know I told uh, ended up telling Evan come with me you'll see a deer Evan came with me we saw deer yeah. you know uh, didn't pan out but it was just something different yeah that I wanted to do
0: and I think that's all part of it where this is, I think it was Andrew that said it, this is a scrimmage. This uh-huh. became a scrimmage for a me. expensive scrimmage. It was an expensive yeah. scrimmage, but it was a way to try it out to maybe get something. Because you can climb in a tree all day long and you can pull up your bow, but when you're doing that, even look at Joey's. We were picking. Straight trees mm-hmm. in an open
1: area. With no brush around us to make noise. Yeah,
0: and... even getting our bow up. And look, I can't tell you how many times I got my bowstring caught on my step the first two days because of where I set it.
1: Last night, I had to climb up and untie it from you. Yeah,
0: well, that's because I tried to top
1: <coughs> I got everything up and then it was yeah. the. Pull my stuff up because I got to get in the same tree you are. Yeah, we did do I that. that. It was... But
0: what? is there anything else that you thought different or took away from it or things that you would do different or do next time?
3: Uh. <laughs> Pretty much the whole trip has been, a, the whole planning and trip we had on before, this entire ordeal has been ridiculous for me. Bow problems, new stands, things on back order, trying to figure things out, having no idea where to hang, where to, you know, on a green food source because I've never done it before and then I push in a little bit further this morning, find a nice area with the creek bend and stuff. I uh, didn't see any deer it's just I, I told Andrew I'd like to uh, next next trip next year I'd like to try to get there a couple days early leave the stands in the truck throw the packs on with the bow, you know grab your bow and not so much still hunt but because if it's in season to me you should have whatever you're hunting with you should have it with you because you never know what's gonna yeah. happen but just go and scout Yeah, and mark things on the map. Spend a couple days just doing that, even if it's in the heat of the day or whatever, whatever the situation is. I would definitely try to get some more time, because like Jim and I went down in there this morning, and we're standing there at six o'clock in the morning, like. I don't know anything is, is. This place is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a little gully. You know, there's the only water source for hundreds and hundreds of yards, maybe even pushing a mile you know bedding's up top food's on the other side of it we're sitting in the middle like it's perfect uh i just wish we would have been able to get in there and find that out like
1: sunday or monday
3: a little bit sooner so maybe a couple extra days to just fart around in the woods and that became
0: that ethics part that we didn't want to push around and mess anyone up yeah i didn't i didn't want to be the guy coming from out of state messing people up that have been there knew what they were doing or scouting and maybe none of them did you know i don't I think we
1: only ran into one guy from Kentucky. Dallas. No one else did yeah. that. Nobody but, else was down there doing that.
2: No.
3: And like I said, yeah. that's all stuff we could figure out: time of day, when people are in, out. You know. Yeah. That if we're down there and we dedicate two days to the scouting, we can, we can figure it out from there.
1: 10, 9 o'clock. Eat lunch. Eat breakfast and go well, out. And I think and that was some of it. 10 we two. were,
3: you know, we're getting up at
0: four thirty or five and getting out to the woods. And by the time we walked in and walked out and took down our stands and we were tired it was getting hot you know mm-hmm. we were beats so then we'd come and relax a little bit and do it all over again and it became that time was running a lot faster than what we anticipated yeah um,
3: and I think that we're wearing ourselves out too like I said carrying all that stuff and yeah scouting an area and then hunting it it yeah, man, it wears you out especially with the heat I mean you almost got to find an area that looks good mark it on the map and come back to it another if day. it was
1: 50 to 45 degrees in Pennsylvania you could walk double that. Oh and, yeah. and walk in and find stuff. Oh yeah. But eighty-two degrees at ten in the morning.
3: Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it's rough.
0: <laughs> so what was your takeaways from it, Andrew? What did you learn wanna do different, would do different? You know, what's kind of um, good stuff?
1: We talked in the truck and we talked to the Joe and we've had him on here and flipping caught and lippicott said you're out of the tree already yeah like we're going to kroger's we're him in the truck that we're going to get stuff for lunch and we're taking the, the night off so you got to catch that noon movement i doubt there's any movement after six in the morning
3: yeah yeah we yeah.
1: proved it we hunted three mornings yeah
0: and so, i think we were just lucky that it was it was a little cooler on those nights where we saw movement mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: you know that it was Decent. And I say decent.
1: It was, oh, it was 77. <laughs> you know, instead of... That one morning, we woke up out of here, and it was. we had a long sleeve on when I came out. Yeah. 54. Yeah. I okay. packed in an extra layer to us when I walked yep. in ridiculously far.
0: Yeah. But you were able to do that because it was cooler. You made a further push in because yep. you had that more energy.
1: Uh, I guess what I've learned is it's made me a better... Person, better scouter, for lack of better terms. Mm-hmm. So when you see, like I told Tyler in the truck earlier, after we were sitting there in that stand I was thinking about it, looking at that guy's breaking that down we talked back and forth, mm-hmm. coming off that field edge, off that dove field, there was those trails that cut parallel with the field. And as the levels kind of, it dropped off, not steep, but it, like it fell off that field. And then you could see the trails across that and that guy was set up as four or five mm-hmm. parallel trails met three trails that cut that yeah. direction. One from food, one from bed, one from travel into mm-hmm. that. That he was in the, depending on your wind setup yeah. in his scrape, I mean, you look at it, it's like, dang, this makes sense. So when you see sign, like I've scouted a lot, like I think I've scouted a lot and done okay maybe more lucky than good but when you see that kind of sign you're like okay now i'm putting this together it thinks it was the last freaking day Mm -hmm.
2: you And if if there's one more thing i can add don't be afraid to talk to other hunters yeah Yeah. i mean we met some great guys this weekend and knowledgeable guys and they freaking told us a lot you can learn a lot i mean you don't necessarily have to do a lot of scouting if you can find the right guy who can tell you hey yeah down here you know yeah is where the bedding is up here is where the water source is over here is where the food source is you can find a lot from a lot from other hunters and that last
1: night was super cool he's like hey we're going here he was like crap well i was going there he's like you guys go ahead you're from out of town go ahead yeah well we got a buddy going here he's like crap okay i'll go here so he, he moved his his game plan twice to accommodate what we were doing, and and he didn't. Because he to was do like, I'll are oh, 15 minutes from here. Yep, no big deal. Yeah,
0: and that's always been some of my worry with super cool public land, you know, because we've talked about it before. Would I want to tell someone the spot I was going to, and tell them where I was getting on bucks or where the movement was? You know, I mean, you even see it in forums. People don't want to give any info. You know, find it yourself. We talked to everyone and we didn't have the intention of getting information. It was just more the, just to connect. You know, where yeah, are you from? Yeah. What are you doing? You know, this is our first time down here. I think we're all pretty sociable guys. Yeah. And not only were they able to tell us a little bit, we learned about other people, but they were telling us what they saw, what they did. You know, I mean, there's a couple of young ones that didn't want to say anything. The or first do anything. couple of days until they, yeah. they
1: caught us on the way out with my dear. Yeah. You know, but I, I think that was to...
0: more the curiosity of what you got. Yeah. More than anything else. And they still wouldn't tell us much anything. No. But no.
1: all those other guys, like, they're
0: realizing we're doing the same thing. We're not... This is public land. This is our land. It's
1: uh, what your koozie even says. Yeah, it. I got it right here, this first light. Yeah. My land, your land, our land, public land. Yeah, you know, we're, so maybe, all we're doing... maybe we have a connection with those people because that guy that was tent camping there. Yeah. Like you said this morning, he did not strike me as the kind of guy to tent camp in a little single one-man tent in 85 degrees at night with a little Coleman grow and a little red Toyota or Chevy Cobalt
3: yeah
2: and he says he spends weeks there yeah yeah, yeah.
1: you know and he just was doing it for the love of the hunt lone wolf plant, or hang on and lone wolf
0: sticks and he, he was decked out and and I think that's part of it is they're doing cool. it for the same reason we are we love the hunt we love these animals and why I've always said it, I don't have the attraction and the allure to chase a lot of these other big game animals. I don't have any ambition to ever want to chase a ram or an antelope, you know, and like that's just for me, that's not there is something majestic and beautiful and mysterious about a whitetail. Mm-hmm. And all of these people are doing the same thing and want to get out there, want to see it, just how they act, what they do different. And so to see that, it's like, you know what, there is that kind of I don't want to say united brotherhood or something for the cause, but it is. They're all there. like They want to see people succeed the same way that we want to succeed. You know, They're not there to just take their spot away. Yeah, they're going to where they think, and we're telling them where we think. We're not trying to step on their toes the same way. But it's, hey, I scouted down there. Here's what this is. You know what? If you're looking to get on a doe, here's where you should go. And that dude pointed you in a great spot, that yeah, other dude yeah. you talked to. He, he did He's, not lead you astray. I mean, he does. solid.
3: I, I said, where are, you, where are you heading? He's like, well, your buddies are going back here. He's, they said, you're coming down into this corner. I was going to get down there. He said, so I'm going to go across the road. I said, well, you can go down in there and stop he's, No, no, OK. So at you know, nighttime, you know, dark hits, and I get back, and Jimmy was just getting he was back with the truck, us. and to he's sitting on the tailgate waiting. And he's like, hey, how'd you do? I said, ah, nothing came out. didn't see anything, you know, and where were you? I told him, and he goes, man, that's a good spot, he said. You coming back in the morning? I said, yep. He goes, all right. There's, you know, your buddies, they're in in a good spot. That's one place I would go. He said, if I was you, I'd go to the bottom of that corner tomorrow and I'd push down in a little bit further down, there's a creek bed, there's a pond. He said, that's where I'd be going. It's supposed to cool down a little bit. That's that's where I'd set up in the morning. I'm like, you sure? Like, and he goes, I don't care. He said, I I come here to fill my freezer. I have my own land that I hunt on. He said, I'm just here to provide for the family. You guys are here for a week. Go down in there. Stand a real good chance. I wish we
0: had a cooler with a bush light. I would have gave it to the guy right there. (laughs) Just one of those cool dudes. Literally told me. I didn't think so either.
3: You know, and And, you know, even as far as when we were walking in, I said, "Hey, you know, uh, if you need anything." (laughs) Yeah you know, you you hit one you need help finding yeah. it getting it out whatever said we'll be back at dark when we get back let us know i want we'll to catch his last name him on facebook
1: yeah i mean He'd that'd be, even, be a good dude to connect with yeah, to he, get some yeah, area yeah. down here
3: yeah he offered up his i text you guys I, hey he goes got a deer cart in the truck makes it a hell of a lot easier to get them out of the woods if you shoot one and you need it and i'm not back tailgates open just grab it and take it yeah i mean he's if yeah. it's not in there i'll wait till you get back yeah. i'm like but dude, this guy's cool
0: it's stuff like that you know that i think is is big and and shows don't be afraid of the public land
3: yeah,
0: i think I've is my takeaway that, take that yeah. was yep. my first i've i have access to some wonderful private ground and i do cameras and we do maintenance on it you know and do it that way and i've always stayed away from it and this year i didn't want to blow out my good spots early and so i wanted to try public land so i could try it up home just for the fact of I like being in the woods mm-hmm. I want to be out there, I want to see these animals I want to see what they do without ruining you know that one deer I'm chasing yep. and so doing this has showed me that don't be afraid of it. it, it's land there's something to learn, there's beautiful things with it, there's things you can take away from it, there's people that are willing to talk to and meet and do whatever you know, it's get out and try new things, whether it's this whole year so far has been that i was
1: nerve-wracking loading the truck up driving here with the camper and setting up i've never done that yeah
0: Yeah. i mean we came six hours to an unknown location you know i I do have a contact in the area and that's why i did in case something happened you know when i first planned this this was a first started thinking about it in january it's where can i go where i know somebody you know he gave me some good information but other than that That was it. You know, it's hey, I'm going to do public land around here. Okay. So from January till now, it was, I'm going to go somewhere I've never gone. I'm going to go on a trip, which I don't do very often without my family. And and not in a bad way. I just, I enjoy spending time with them. So taking time away is hard. Switching my setup. Switching the way that I hunt. Switching my scouting techniques. It has been a lot. It has been new. And, And branching out to public land, doing all that. It's been a challenge, but it's been 100%. rewarding with it.
2: And it's doable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's doable. 100%. And, and it is humbling. I We talked about that this morning. Uh, since Andrew killed his, he went in the stand with me last night, uh, this morning. You know, we've had stuff that way, but we talked that if we were in the same spot in October in Pennsylvania with a similar setup, we would have had deer movement. You know, we think we would have saw a doe this morning if it was the yeah. same thing. And I get spoiled with that sometimes where I hunt. And so maybe it is, it's what it is. I, I saw two deer this trip while on, in the woods. Mm-hmm. It was a little humbling. It kind of told me that maybe I need to do a little more. You yeah. know, maybe there's some things I can learn. Maybe I wasn't quiet enough. Maybe I didn't cover my ground scent good enough, you
1: know. and Maybe I moved a little wind. too quick four or five times in the stand and I busted a deer I didn't see because it was so thick down below. Exactly. And I so know I did that, moving my... Zipping yep. my my pack up too quick, get my freaking thermos cell out because the mosquitoes will carry you away. Yeah. That I looked down at that one point. I'm getting on tangent. I don't want to get on tangent. My I talked about my buck, that story. But when I looked down, I'm reaching back and grabbing my thermos cell out because I'm getting eaten alive. And I zip that up like like you normally would. Like, zip.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Crap. Yeah. And I look. Like between my arm and the tree in the stand and there's a three point two point on the right side broken at his base, a one-inch stub on his left, three feet from my stand, sniffing the sticks I set myself up on. Yeah. And then licking my my XOP sticks. Look he looked straight up. Took two steps back, did the head bob like a mama doe would. Licked his nose. Just backed up. He made, he broke one stick. Yeah. In like five bounds. Yeah. Gone. And yeah. I couldn't see him within 15, he, he jumped the creek 15 feet from me. Gone. Yeah. And he was on me. I had no idea he was there. And he was downwind of me. So, I mean, that. that I don't want to interrupt you. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if you wanted to hear much more from me, but. Um, that's uh, your movement. Everything is so magnified because you can't get super high. Yeah. If you get, it's tough because in PA we don't have the lower cover. The hard the hardwoods. There's nothing down below us, so you're open. So you got to set up high. Mm-hmm. You can get away with, like Tyler said in a couple other podcasts, you can get away with. You're above their sight. Man. Wiggling your feet a smidgen and grabbing your bow as they duck behind something. Where they're dipping their head down, duck under something. Yeah. And now you don't have that because you gotta watch. Like even like look through the grate of your stand and around your feet because you're on a trail coming up through. Yeah. So you I mean we hunted food, bedding, um, water, mm-hmm. Jim hunted nuts and Deep ravines, and he put some miles on. I put some miles on. You put some miles on. Tyler, I mean,
3: I hunted the same tree. No, <laughs> man, yeah, i have seen deer. I'm, don't change it. I'm not, yeah, I mean,
1: why fix what's not broken? I, I, I get it. We busted your chops about it. Like you should have brought a lighter stand. Yada yada yada. Like we said when you were panicking at Joey's house about setting mm-hmm. that thing up. But we were in the first two hours of the, in the state. We were on that good buck. Yeah. So okay, I, I I get the desire to go back and get on him, but like the virgin sit may be your best sit. And it's
0: always been said, your first set in is your best set in, and that's why I wanted to do public. Thing. That's why I wanted to go mobile. Uh, like there's so much to take away from it.
1: So much I think to get better. It's made me a better hunter. Reading topo maps, putting yeah. pins on things. You're actually you taught me a lot about. Our access. I <coughs> threw that idea out to you last night. Well, dude, it's seven thirty. We got thirty-five, maybe forty minutes of shooting lights left. You want to break down, scurry down, sneak over, push a little further, set stands, and see what can happen, or find a tree or whatever. I'm like, yeah,
3: do it. And that was and the whole you, time we, going through we, my we mind. We looked
1: it's
0: it. okay. Which way's the wind now? So where am I going to blow it when they're getting ready to leave bedding, and then try to come back in in the morning? What's the wind
1: doing? Where What's our wind? it going wing? to be doing? Where How is it getting dropped move? off? Where can we access? Different. I've.
0: I think I said it in our first podcast. I never paid that much attention to wind. Yeah. And although it wasn't much this trip. No. we was, had to much. look at it because it's not the same trails coming in where they get used to and doing things. So. Get, a like,
1: like that spot today. They could have picked one of four trails through us, mm-hmm. or one of five. Behind yeah. your over your shoulder along that dove field. Yeah. Any one of those little, like Jeff Sturgis talks about the benches in yep. the hill country in Michigan or Wisconsin, wherever he hunts. Like you talked about that, if you could get to that that shelf, mm-hmm. you could sit somewhere between that. You're gonna you're gonna walk that, opposed yep. to or you catch them off a the trail cutting through that. That's how it was. There was five, four or five, and then two leading up to it. Yeah. And that guy's stand was in that pinch right where we were at.
0: And I think that's the same stuff we look at PA. You know, it's just a lot of a lot of the different little things as far as the acclimating for the heat, like Jim said, looking at the cover, it's scouting. You know, we really getting in there and scouting, I think, in the future would be a big
1: one. You know. I'm gonna talk about camp life. I mean, maybe I mean, we were blessed enough to have the camper and air conditioning and trucks and lots of coolers and campfire wood and everything and a gorgeous campground in the first place and the second one has been great too. Um, you could do it in a tent. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think maybe that's for a different one, you know, of getting on and how we would camp. What we did this one, maybe what we'd do the next one, you know, what we'd plan for any of that stuff. You know, cause we're, we're getting close probably to an hour. Um, you know, I don't want to... I definitely
1: learned that, drink your water and pack the right boots yeah and yeah. if you don't have to bring it in with you don't yeah yeah there was definitely you can some shed weight. things at the truck take your stand back and go recover your deer yeah I mean we was probably 40 minutes to an hour when we went and got my buck out and we were okay yeah like you don't have to bring in everything that you may or may not need that you can go back yeah and get a light get a drag rope Shed your stand. Yeah, there's Bring a little a, bit a of water Bring back with water. Your knife, a headlamp, and something to hold. Like we, we, you put my buck on a stick. Yeah. And picked his head up, who hurt the velvet? Um. I, I, I guess, I think I've learned that it's made me a better hunter and what to look for. Yeah. I mean, deer, white tails are white tails. Topography and terrain dictates, but. Like the guy at the tax firm has said, they gotta eat, their bellies talk to them. So we tried to focus on food, water, and bed. We bounced around from those. And Jim saw deer right away the first day, the one piece. Our first piece was a bust. We went to the second piece, saw that buck. I mean, we were on, I bet you we saw 15 or 20 deer the whole week. Yeah. Which, I I told you guys from the beginning I was excited to see a deer in the stand. So yeah, I don't I think, think we it was could a walk fail. away with our heads held high. That um, even just the we, fact that we, we did, we, it. we made it. We survived. We succeeded. You guys all helped in our process. We helped each other. Jim helped set up. He helped me gut my buck. We helped get that out because I haven't done it much. I mean, everything. Everybody. We helped each other. So. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a thing that anybody should do. I mean, get away from the monotony and the routine of things, and get away. Like we spent this last day, have a few beers, day drinking, took a nap for an hour and a half, grab a shower and come out here and eat dinner, and yeah. and relax by the campfire for the rest of the evening, taking it all in. So, I think it's doable, and I want to do it again. Yeah, I, I'm, it's bittersweet going home. I said that to you as it, it I, is. I want to go home and see my dog and my parents, and I got stuff to do at the house. But
0: well, it's, it's, I thank you guys. One for coming, made it fun. We laughed a lot. We learned yeah. a lot. We had some fun together. You know, we got on some things. We shared some stories, both positive and negative. Um, had a
2: couple snafus, camper, yeah. and developed some nicknames. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poke some holes in
3: yeah, it's, backs,
0: and it, It's been a good time. Uh, anyone listening, a little monologue here for a second of just, a, as he said, try something new. Don't be afraid to branch out. Reach out to your fellow hunter. Get other people involved in hunting. I, I think, being this, there is so much just enjoyment in the nature that people have. To be able to do that on a different scale, don't look at it as a killing way, as a way to enjoy everything else. There was many a nights that I sat there this week just in awe of everything around you it was gorgeous this morning and and having that in there for everything else has been great and the trip has been it's brought me closer to people as much as it hurts to be away and to do all that stuff it's been fantastic to be on this trip it's taught me about hunting it's taught me about myself and one of those that i think we have a lot of good times to come the 2020 tool city outdoors buck tour big buck tour hopefully is uh is going to get started and try to get some video out get these podcasts coming soon and from here on out through hunting season this is my this is my time you know this is my graceland for these next few weeks so i think it's it with all of us that we'll have a lot of good content coming out we'll be able to talk and have these and back and forth maybe what's different but overall i want to thank everyone that's been involved with this the people we've met along the way the processors even as far as the campsites and the state of Kentucky and everything else. Very I, welcome. I have I been, been
1: told people we're from PA and I've had
0: great. a great time. I mm-hmm. thank you guys for coming here and making it a great time. And uh, hopefully we get to do this again here in the future. Yep. Good yeah. luck. Be safe. Yeah. yeah. So from everyone at the first do bow hunter podcast signing off today, it's going to be Tyler, Andrew, Evan, and Jim. Remember be safe and always be first do.